0: Good morning. We're on Nunbet Amunbet, 52b, starting the new parrach, the fifth parak. Mishnah says, How are we Me'aber, the cities? The Gemara will explain that it means, how do we give extra space to a city? It's the same root as the word for pregnancy. In other words, cities have bulges. They're not, they don't necessarily have straight boundaries. So if you picture the, the walls of the old city, for the most part, the walls are pretty straight. But there are places where there's a tower or a gate and the wall bulges out a little bit. And sometimes cities don't have such straight walls. They have houses that are built on the outside of the wall, attached to the wall. So the question is going to be, how do we account for these various bulges from the walls of the city when measuring the trom shat, calculating the 2,000 almost outside the city. <speaking in> a house going in, a house going out, <speaking> in> an indentation going in and an indentation going out, like a tower that's attached to the wall either on the outside or on the inside that makes the wall bulge inward. <speaking> in> or if there were ruins of houses or an, an old wall that's ten-fachim high on the outside of the wall, u or bridges, v'nefashot, or mausoleums, sheish ben betira, in which a person could live, motziim etamida, kenegdan, you take the measure outside of them, v'osinotayim k'min tabla meruvah, and you make a square, k'deshe nizkaret zaviot, so that you, earn the corners. In other words, you do not measure the trom exactly 2,000 amos from the last house in each place. If you did that, there would be two consequences. One is that the end of the trom would not be a straight line. The other is that the corners of the trom would be rounded, because when you get to the corner of the city, you measure 2,000 amos, you make an arc, 2,000 amos from each point. From the corner, you measure, say, the corner of my gemara is the corner of the city. The ruler is 2,000 omelos. 2,000 almost that way, and then 2,000 omelos to the north. That creates an arc, part of a circle. We do not do that. We make a square so that you gain the corners. At the corners, you have more than 2,000 omelos. Just to be clear, that would have been an issue with, well, even if you had a straight. Correct. Two issues. One is how you get it so that the boundaries of the tome are straight rather than okay. going in and out following the indentations of the wall. And the second is that we make the corners square in order to gain the corners. Rashi points out that the Mishnah is going to assume that cities are more or less square, so that the Tum would come out as a square, but in fact, they might not be, and the Tum would come out as a rectangle. But the point of the Mishnah is that the Tum is never a circle. It's always a rectangle, whether it's a square rectangle or a not-square rectangle, but it's always going to be and as we go on in the Masechet, we will see some pretty strange shapes, like a U-shaped city. How do you measure the form of a U-shaped city? Today, we're not going to get into any of that. We're going to get sidetracked and get into Agadita. Rav Ushmul Me'abrin, Me'abrin. One learned our Mishnah with an Ayin in the word Me'abrin, and one learned it with an Alek, Me'abrin. Mandatani Me'abrin, Aver, Aver. The one who learned it with an Aleph understands it to mean limbs. Like if the city has limbs that stick out from it, as limbs stick out from a person, how do you measure those? The one who learns it with an ayin, in, it's a bulge, like a pregnant woman has a bulge in, in her stomach. Marat Since we're talking about words that Rav and Shmuel interpret differently, so we talked about some others. Marat the cave of Machfilah, what does that mean, Machfilah? It has something to do with being double, the word kefel, double. One says it is one room inside the other one. The one says it's two stories. According to one who says that it's one on top of the other, that's what it means, double. According to one who says it's one room inside the other, my why is it called double? How's, it, how's that double when there's one room behind the other? It's doubled with pairs, meaning that it has pairs buried there, husband and wife. Adam and Hava, Sarah, and Rivka, and and Leah, that they are pairs buried there. That's why it's called the Torah doesn't say whether the Avos are buried on the two levels or whether the cave just has two levels. Mamrei Kiryat Arba, the Torah refers to Mamre, the city of four. Amrei Yitzhak, Kiryat Arba Zugot, it's the city of the four pairs. Adam v'chava, Avram v'sara, Yitzhak v'rifka, Yaakov Another Machlokist Rav and Shmuel. Baibimei Amrafel, it says in the days of Amrafel, this is in Lech when the four kings went to war against the five kings, Rav Shmuel, Chadamar Nimrod Shemo, Machok is Rav Shmuel. One says his real name was Nimrod. The Lamani Nikra Shmuel, Why is he called Amraphel? Shamar, Beepil, Avraham, Ravidam, Toph, Kibshan, Eish. Amar and Pei Lamed is for Ipil. He said to throw Avraham into the furnace. The Chad Amar, Amraphel And one says his real name was Amraphel. The Lamani Nimrod. Why is he called Nimrod? Shehim, Read. Kolo Olam Kulo Olam that he caused the entire world to rebel against God. Rayakul Mal Khadash Am a new king arose on his rain at the beginning of Prashashmos, Rabu Shmoel, Rabu Rabushwal, Khadamar Khadash Mamash. One says he was literally a new king, the Khadamar Shne Khuk and the other one says he was the same king, but he had new decrees. Madamar Khadash Mamash, the one who says that he was literally a new king, Dihti Khadash, it says new. Madamar Shne Khuk Zeratav. And the one who says he had new decrees, it doesn't say he died and a new one came to power. The one who said he had new decrees, it says he did not know Yosef, he was the same king, why didn't he know Yosef? He acted as if he did not know Yosef. The Maral says that when it says new king and same king, it doesn't mean the same person, it's a question of whether it was a new dynasty or the same dynasty. Many years passed between Yosef and Moshe, 210 years according to our tradition. There's some commentaries who do have different numbers, but mm-hmm. according to our tradition, it's 210 years from the time that the came to and Mitzrayim until they left. It's a long time for one king to rule. The Maral says that the Mehlokas is whether it was a new dynasty that, didn't have the traditions about Yosef, or whether it was the same dynasty that pretended not to know Yosef, it doesn't fit so well with the language of the Gemara that says, it doesn't say he died and a new one ruled. That makes sense; it's talking about the same person. There is a Midrash that says that Pharaoh of Yitzhia Mitzrayim ruled 94 years, and there is, in fact, evidence of a Pharaoh in approximately the right time period who ruled 94 years. A lot of discussion about who was who was the pharaoh of Egypt? In fact, I haven't started reading it yet, but I have a book sitting right here called Pharaoh. Trying to figure out who was the pharaoh of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. There is a medrash, and there is historical evidence of a pharaoh who ruled 94 years, but that's the longest that we know of. Gemara continues. Siman, I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Yochanan says, Yud 18 days I grew up next to Rabbi Oshia beRavi, Rabbi Oshia the Great, there were other Rabbi Oshias. Rabbi Nochanan elf Girsa is not 18 days, but 6 months. Shishah If you look at the Siman, the Siman itself says Shmona 18. Rabbi Yochanan says, I spent 18 days with Rabbi Oshia the Great. I learned only one thing regarding our Mishnah, that he learned our Mishnah was an Allah. Aini, is that so? Rabbi, Rabbi, Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said, Yud Bet-Tamidim Hayulo LeRabi Rabbi Rabbi. Rabbi Yoshe Virebi. the Great, had 12 students. The Yud Chetimim Gidalti I spent 18 days among them. the And I learned the heart of each one and the wisdom of each one. I learned what makes each one tick and what makes each one unique. And yet he learned only one thing? Only that our Mishnah has an Allah? So which is it? Did he learn only one thing or did he learn to get to know every student inside out? the Gemara says, Gamar. Yeah. He he learned to get to know every one of the students completely. But Gemara Logamar, but he did not learn a lot of Gemara, he just learned that our Mishnah has an Aleph, not an Ayan, Ibite or you could say Minaudithu Gamar. Or, it means he learned a lot of things from the students, but from Rabbi Oshia, he learned only one thing, that our Mishnah is an kamar, Or, it could mean, I learned only one thing about our Mishnah. I learned 17 other Masechtos of Shas in those 18 days. I just made that up. But I learned lots and lots of other things. But as far as the first Mishnah in the 5th Perik of Erebin, I learned only one thing. That is an al, if not an ayin. V'am Rabbi Yochanan, and Rabbi Yochanan said, Torah Rabbi Oshia." When we used to learn Torah in front of Rabbi Oshia, we would sit crowded together, four people in one ama. Rabbi said, Rebbe said, When we would learn Torah in front of Rabbi Lazar ben we would crowd together six people in one ama, in our eagerness to hear. The Rebbe's words, we would pack together like sardines, to to hear every word that re, that the Rebbe said. Rabbi Yochanan said four in an amma, and Rabbi Yehuda Nasi said six in an amma. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said Rabbi Oshia be Rebbe be Dorok, Rabbi Meir be Rabbi the great in his generation, was like Rabbi Meir in his generation. Ma Rabbi Meir be lo yahu chavav l'amor al sof datol, just as Rabbi Meir in his generation. Nobody could reach the depth of his understanding. They couldn't understand him. We said before in Dapur Gimel that we don't cost him like Rabbi Meir because he was so sharp. He could convince you that something that's Tameh is Tahar and something that's Tahar is Tameh. So too, Rabbi Oshia, his friends could not reach the depth of his understanding. His colleagues could not reach the depth of his understanding. Rabbi Yochanan. said, The hearts of the earlier generations were like the door of the Ulam of the Besameidash, which we learned at the very beginning of the Masechet was 20 almost wide and 40 almost tall. The Shalachmanim And the doors, the hearts of the later generations are like the door of the Hechal, which is 10 Amos wide and 20 Amos tall. The Anu K'Lo Nekev Machat Sittit. And our hearts are like the eye of a needle that's used for sewing little swatches of cloth together. Rishonim refers to Rabbi Akiva. Achronim refers to Rabbi Lezer ben Shemua. Hiketa Amri, Rishonim, Rabbi Lezer ben Shemua. Some say Rishonim refers to Rabbi Lezer ben Shemua. Achronim refers to Rabbi O'Shea bei Revi. Ve'anum nekev macha And we, in Rabbi Yochanan's generation, are like the eye of a needle. Kamara, ba'yeh? Abaye says that when it comes to Gemara, we in a later generation are like trying to stick a peg in a narrow hole in the wall that it could barely go in. We barely understand anything. That's one of the downsides of Dafyomi, is that we think we're understanding and we're moving on. But Abaye says we barely understand anything, So let alone us. I once asked Rabbi Winters Atzal, why is it? that for children in school, they you ask a question that Tosvos is going to ask, the Rebbe says, Wow, you asked Tosvos' question. And if you ask a question that the Gemara is going to ask, the Rebbe says, Yeah, the Gemara is going to ask that. Brushes you off. So Rabbi Winter's answer was, If you ask a question that Tosvos asked, there's a chance, there's a small, small chance that your mind is on the same wavelength as Tosvos at that moment. If you ask a question that the Gemara is going to ask, it's a complete coincidence because there's no way that you are on the same wavelength as a Gemara. And it's just the absolute chance that you happen to ask the same question that the Gemara is going to ask. It's depressing, but it's important to know that the Gemara is, is so deep. And certainly as we go through it in Dafyomi, as important as and valuable as Dafyomi is, we shouldn't think we're understanding it's ironic a little bit also if you think about it because because of the structure of the Gemara and the the way the way that it, it, it has it back and forth every you you typically usually um more likely to ask I like, think of what the Gemara you know at least at least on a simple level of what the Gemara is going to ask rather than what Tosus might ask. But I think the point is that, that we read the Gemara as if I asked a question and Rava answers it and it's like oh yeah I never thought of that when a ask the question, he already knew what is going to say. And there's some reason why Abaye doesn't like what Rava says. And there's some reason why Rava disagrees with Abaye's premise and believes that his answer is good. And we totally lose all of that when we just read through the Gemara. We read it as if somebody didn't know something and he's being told something he didn't know. Sometimes that's true, but that's not generally the proper way to read Gemara. Amar Rava. Rava said, Rava said, when we learn, it's like sticking your finger in hard wax. It barely makes an impression at all, as far as understanding goes. So Abaye referred to the difficulty in Gemara, in gaining the knowledge, and Rava referred to the difficulty in plumbing the depths of the logic. Amar of Ashi. Ravashi says Rashi is in a later generation. Anan, it's the it's of the When it comes to us, we are like sticking your finger in a pit for forgetfulness. In other words, we forget so easily, just like you can easily stick your finger in a well because it's a big wide opening. That's how easily we forget. I'm Rav Yehuda, i Rav. Rav. Yehuda said that Rav said, the al yikemat The people of Yehuda. The geographic region of Yehuda, who were careful with their language, their Torah was preserved. Bnei Galil, the people of the Galil, the Galilee, Shalom were not careful with their language. their Torah was not preserved. The Adam in their hands. Mara asked Does that have to do with being careful about your language?" Ela Rather, it means that the Bnei Yehuda, who were precise in their language, and they made simanim, Rashi explains, they always learned in the same words. They learned, and then they reviewed in exactly the same words, and they reviewed in exactly the same words again, and therefore they were able to make simanim, like we had up above in the Gemara, mnemonic devices to remember. Since they always reviewed in exactly the same words, therefore the mnemonic devices could help them. <speaking> in <Spanish> their Torah was preserved. B'nei Galil, the Lodai Kiv'lishnath Mishnah, the B'nei Galil were not precise in their language. They did not review in the same words that they learned the first time. Maybe they paraphrased, they used different words. So they could not lay down Simanim. Simanim won't do any good if they don't remind you of something specific that you're careful to learn in the same words. Their Torah was not preserved in their hands. The people of Yehuda learned from one Rebbe, their Torah was preserved. Again, when you learn from one Rebbe, you'll hear the same thing in the same words The Bnei Galil who did not learn from the same Rebbe, their Torah was preserved. Their Torah was not preserved in their hands because they learned in lots of different formulations and therefore it's harder to remember. Ravina Amar, Ravina says, The B'nai who uncovered the Masechet, Rashi gives two explanations. They taught others, is one, or that they really dissected the learning to understand it fully is another interpretation. My rebbe pointed out that those two things go together. In order to teach others, you really need to get to the bottom of it. I find myself that when I have different levels of preparation, sometimes I can wing it or fake it. But if somebody asks a question that gets to the depths of what the Kamara is talking about, then I'm lost. if I'm not properly prepared. So they really do go together. So that's called Uncovering the Masechet. The Torah is preserved in their hands. The people of the Galilee who did not uncover the Masechet. The Torah was not preserved in their hands. They say, I think attributed to Reb Chaim Briskor, but I'm not sure, that if you can't explain it to someone else, then you don't really understand it yourself. Although, on the opposite side of that, Rav Tzadokah says, that the reason Moshe Rabbeinu had a speech impediment was that his knowledge and his understanding of God was so deep that he could not possibly explain it to, to anyone, and that when he tried to speak, so much tried to come out at once that it tripped over itself, and he couldn't speak clearly. That's a, what Sadaqa explains Moshe's speech impediment, which seems to be exactly the opposite of the other statement. David Gali David amelach. Uncovered the Masechet? Sha'ol lo gali Masechta. Sha'ol Hanelach did not uncover the Masechet. David digali gali Masechta ktivei nirei echa yiruni vismachu. About David Hanelach, it says, those who fear you will fear me and will rejoice. David taught Torah and was a posek and was able to explain everything clearly. Sha'ol, delo gali Sha'ol, who did not uncover Masechet, tivei the asher yifnei yarshia. Everywhere that he turned, he went bad. That is, the halacha was not like him. Gemara continues, speaking of Shaul. How do we know that Hashem forgave Shaul for the sin of killing Nov Ir HaKonim? Because when Shaul brought Shmuel up through the necromancer, Shmuel said to him, tomorrow you and your sons will be with me in my room, my inside my enclosure in Gan Eden, or in the Olam and the Shamos, wherever it is that the Shamos go, you, Shaul, and your sons will be with me, the Shmuel Navi So obviously he was forgiven, because that obviously is a very high level of the Olam and the Shamos, or Gan Eden, or wherever it is. Amar the Abba, Rabbi the Abba said, He ika yudad, daiki if there is somebody who could ask the Bnei Yehuda who are careful with their language, whether our Mishnah says Me'abrin with an aleph or me'abriin with a ayin, akuzutnan o akuzutnan, and whether in the Mishnah of the Horos, which speaks about determining whether an animal has a mum, a certain kind of mum, it says that you have to sit it akuzo on its akuz. Is that Akuz with an Aleph or Akuz with an Ayin? Y- yadi. They would know. B'nei Yehuda would know. Shailinu They asked them. Ba'amri lay and they said, Ika datani ma'abrin. Ika datani ma'abrin. The answer is, it's a machlokas. Some learn it with an Aleph and some learn it with an Ayin. Ika akuzo. Ve'ika datani akuzo. And some learn akuzo with an Aleph and some learn it with an Ayin. Gemara asked, what does it mean? Daiki they are precise with their language. Hu Bar that there was someone from Yehuda, from Judea, the geographic region. He said, I have a garment to sell. Man Talitah. They asked him what color is your garment? Kitradin Adama. It's like the leaves on the ground. He didn't just say it's green. He said it's such and such shade of green that's how precise they were with their language. the people of the Galilee who were not precise with their language. what is that referring to? Galila Davika Azil. There was a son of the Galilee who was going somewhere. amar laman laman. And he said he seemed to be saying amar laman amar laman. Who has amar? they said to him Galila shota, you Foolish Galilean, what are you saying? Chamar le are you asking for a chamar, a donkey, to ride? O chamar le are you asking for beer to drink? Amar le are you asking for wool to wear? O emar le are you asking for a garment to cover yourself? He was saying Amar, and his speech was so unclear, they couldn't tell if he was asking for a donkey or a beer, or a wool garment, or some other kind of garment. There's a woman who wanted to say to her friend, come over, and I'll give you some chela, some fat, and she said to her, instead of come over, and I'll give you some fat, she said, Lavi, she meant to say Shluvati, the one who is integrated with me, meaning my sister, my good friend. And instead she said, Shluchti, which is just nonsense, and Tuchlech Lavi, may you be eaten by a lion. So she meant to say, Ta Deuchlech come and I'll give you some chela, some fat. And she instead said, Shluchti, may you be eaten by a lion. It's very important in davening to be aware that mispronouncing words sometimes can come out to be apicarsis. For example, people say, "melach o'hev tzedakah mishpat, they say, Melech o'yev tzedakah mishpat, the God who hates tzedakah and mishpat, or instead of Melech mehulal batishmachot, Melech mehulal batishmachot, the God who is profaned with praises. In Uval HaTzion, it says, Baruch Eloheinu shibbera'amne, Blessed is the God who created us and lots of people say, Baruch blessed is God, who we created. There was a woman who came in front of judges. She had some court case. She wanted to say, my master. Instead she said, my slave. And she wanted to say, I had a board or a table, and it was stolen. Instead, she said, I had a beam. And she wanted to say, it was stolen from me. And instead, she said, you, the judge, were stolen. And she wanted to describe its length. And instead, she said, and you should hang and not reach the ground. And she spoke unclearly and mumbled her words and came out totally nonsensical. Amhata de Bey Rebbe, the maidservant of the house of Rebbe, who was a very wise woman, when she wanted to speak in language of wisdom and rahashi she said the following Alat Nakpat Bikad Yidun She would say the cle in which wine is stored is empty. The birds should go home to their nests. In other words, we're out of food here, so Yeshiva is dismissed. But she would say it in a clever language. K'avi b'ayi de lechun when she wanted them to sit down, k'avi amrash lihu she would say to them, yade bater chaverta mina vetikkefa alav She would say, let's take off the cover of another barrel and pour some more, and may it float on top of the barrel like a boat in the sea. Rabbi bar Asyan when Rabbi Yosi bar Asyan wanted to speak in a language of wisdom, amar asuli shor b'mishpat. The Tur misken. He would say, Make me an ox in judgment in a poor mountain. So, shor in Aramaic is tor. Mishpat is din, which is tradin, which is a vegetable. And tur miskein, tur is a har, a mountain. Miskein means poor, which is dal. So, har dal is hardal, mustard. What's the point of that? Why is a Tanakhacham being so silly? It sounds like. So, my Revi said, because the Torah is also written like that, we have to be able, besides the pshat, to find the various Ramazim, the hints in the Torah, to dissect it, and so by practicing speaking like that, could uncover new layers of meaning in the Torah. Maybe an example of that is the word totafot. The fillin should be totafot, which we darshan, is two words, tot, which means two in some language, and pot, which means two in some other language. Maybe that's an example of, Dissecting words like that, the When he would ask somebody how his accommodations are, Amar Hachi, he would say the following: Pum Mazo Tovah. A person with a mouth like this, what good is it? Rashi explains: divar means ush, Pum is mouth, is p, Dain is Aramaic for zo. So ush p zo Chai, your accommodations like the ushpizin on Sukkot, Mazo Tovah. How good is it for you? When Rabbi Abahu wanted to speak in the language of wisdom, he would say the following, He would say, make the coals like an Esrov, make them glow like the, the golden color of an esro, the reddish golden glow of an esro." Arkiu Lazavin means stretch out, like, like the Rakiya, like the heavens, which stretched out the glowing coals that glow like gold, and make me to those who speak in the night, meaning roosters who announce the various passings of the hours of the night. There are those who say, that he said, make me, they will make me with them to tellers of the night. The first version was that, you should make for me, and the second version is they will make for me. Somebody else will make for me. Amarulei Rav Nanah, the Rav Yabal, the Rav Bunin said to Rav Yabal, "Hatspinenu revealed to us, Echan, Rav Eliyahu, and where Rav Eliyahu is hidden, Amarla, and he said to them, them, 'Alatz b'na'ara Aharonit, he rejoiced with a maiden from Aaron, Aharon Aharonit, Eranit b'niiratol, a later one, she awakened him.'" and kept him awake. la Isha, some say that it means he got married to a Bas and she's Aharonit, she's a, a Bascoing and she's Acharonit. she's a later wife, because his first wife died. And he got married last night, so he's not in today. yeshiva today. And some say it's referring to Masechet Zvachim, or Menachos Aharonit, the woman from Aaron, is a Masechet of Gemara that deals with Kodshim, with Kobanos, that's a Masechet of Aaron, the coin. Amri Lay the Rabbi Eli, they said to Rabbi Lai, Hatspin revealed to us where Rabbi Abba was hidden. He took advice from the crown and he went south to Mefibosheth. What does that mean? He took advice from the crown, that is, he got smikha, he got permission to be like a king himself, he got smicha. And he went south to teach and be an expert Rebbe, like Mephibosheth, the Rebbe of David, was an expert Rebbe. I
1: ben Yeshua ben Hananya said, bon adam kutzme isha bitinok Nobody ever defeated me in debate. Nobody ever got the better of me except for one woman, one boy, and one girl. Isha what's the story regarding the woman? One time I stayed in a certain inn, she made pulin, some kind of legumes. The first day I ate them, and did not leave anything over. The second day, I ate them, and did not leave anything over. The third day, she burnt them with salt. She oversalted them. Once I tasted them, I pulled my hand away. I couldn't eat them. Amrali, she said to me, Rebbe, why are you not eating? He said I ate somewhere else. He didn't want to tell her the food was spoiled. He said I ate somewhere else earlier today. She said, then how come you didn't pull your hand away from the bread? You ate the bread, you just didn't eat the vegetables. Perhaps you... Neglected to leave a corner of the original dishes. Lokacha Ruchachamim did not say, You don't leave over a corner of a cooked dish in an ilfas, a certain kind of cooking utensil. But you do leave a corner in a dish that you eat from. It's customary to leave a tip for the staff, and you didn't do it. So she got the better of me. Tinoket Maihi, what was the story of a girl getting the better of Rab Yeshua? Hamahatimalikader. One time I was going on the road by Taderhovert Sadeh. The road went through a field by Iti Malikpa and I walked on that road. Am Rali Tinokitahat uh some girl said to me, Rebi Los Sadehizo, is this not a field? Why are you walking through the field? lo Loderk Bushahi, is this not the highway? Am Rali steam qua Kavshua. She said to me, Yeah, thieves like you made it a highway. This is my family's field, and you people like you made a highway through it. Tinok, Mai, what's the story regarding it? Tinok? One time I was going on the road for I saw a young boy sitting at a crossroads and I said him, On which road do we go to the city? he told me this one is short and long and that other one is long and short I went on the one that he said was short and long when I got to the city I saw that it was surrounded by gardens and orchards, so yes it got to the city, but I could not enter the city so I went back you told me it's short did I not tell you it's long? It was fewer miles, but it was a long way, because you couldn't get there. Neshaktiv Bamartilo. I kissed him on his head, and I said to him, Asherechem Yisrael, shekulchem chachamim dolim, atem migdolchem v'al ketanchem. Fortunate are you, the Jewish people, that you are all wise from the grown-ups down to the children.